0: Blanket some sunblock. It's time for Lying on the Beach I can't Lois and Steve.
1: Welcome to another edition of Lying on the Beach. I'm Steve Greenberg with
0: Lois Whitman Hess.
1: And today we'll be talking about all things Google and we have an expert with us. His name is Bruce Mishkin, and he is a digital marketing expert who knows all things Google. Bruce brings his uh, Google knowledge from search to maps to Gmail to SEO to Google ads, how much Google, you know, how much money they make, what they don't make, and he will pull back the curtain and show us some of the secrets behind Google, which is everywhere in our lives. So Bruce, welcome to Lying on the Beach. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bruce. I'm gonna start off with shock me, just shock me, blow my mind, what will surprise me most that I don't know about Google? Well, I come from a publishing
2: background, magazine publishing, where editorial integrity was really important. Editorial and advertising did not mix. That's all changed since my time in publishing. However, Google has one policy, and that is you could spend millions and millions and millions of dollars a year on advertising with Google. It will have no effect at all over the results. So people who think, you know, if I spend $100,000 a month with them, I'm going to get, you know, in the number two placement or my 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 company will be featured on the first page results. And that doesn't happen at all. And it's shocking only versus based environment in which, you know, in the publishing field, you get an article published if you advertise in that publication. So I think that's, you know,
1: that's something that's admirable, if nothing else. Okay. Well, that definitely (sighs) blows my mind a little bit, because uh, I definitely thought that if you put a lot of money in, you'd you'd move up the search engine. I constantly get people, you know, one company after another saying, search engine optimization, SEO, Mm -hmm. SEO. I can do this for you. I can do this for you. Right. Can they do anything for me? Is that nonsense or is that real? It's real. The problem is that the landscape is littered with fraudsters.
2: So you really got to do your homework and your due diligence. If you're going to contract with an SEO firm or SEO specialist, and definitely check references because there are a lot of people that will take your money and run, seriously. Now that's not as bad a problem as it was in the past, but it's still a problem. So be very, very careful. Check out references before you do anything. Okay, that's good, good
1: uh,
0: Bruce, um, how many people do you think are really successful with a good SEO program? How has it changed their business?
2: Well, I think first of all, you have to understand what the primary factors are in SEO that assist the business in getting that business featured like on page one of Google search results or one of the top results if you're scrolling on your phone. And what's really interesting is there are really two types of SEO. There's local SEO and there's national SEO. Local SEO can be done very differently for local businesses, it's a lot easier to achieve results than it is for a national firm that is selling its products or services nationally. But what's really interesting, if one wonders, how how does my company get to the top of Google search results? It's a lot of factors, hundreds of factors go into it. But interestingly enough, the most important comes through what are called inbound links. How many websites are linking to your website? Now I'll give you an example. Let's say it's a a publication that has to do with photography and it's a digital publication and they happen to mention your company. And then in the middle of that article online, your company's name is underlined and highlighted in blue. If you click that, you'll go to the company's website. That's called an inbound link. What Google does, and this is well over 50% of the decision-making process, is look at how many other websites are linking in one way or another to your website. What is the quality of the companies or websites that are linking to you? When Google sees the New York Times is linked to you, the Chamber of Commerce is linked to you, the american association of architects has linked to you they say oh this company has credibility and so to get to to the top when all companies are equal let's say there are 100 companies they all do the same thing they all do it as well their websites are all beautiful how does google pick the five or ten that they they put as the first results and it all comes down to inbound links how many people are linking to you and what's the quality of the companies that are linked to you? Bruce, so, how do you
0: make that happen?
2: This is fascinating. Yeah, well, Well. first of all, let me just say what Google, what Google says then is, ah, this company is an authority because so many people are pointing to their website. So that's the major portion of their decision. How do you get that done? There are a couple of ways, but you'd be interested in this, Lois. It's really a public relations effort. Okay. You have a company, you have a website, you want to expand your reach, you reach out to other websites and try to convince them that your company is worth covering, that that and, and your readers, the people that view your website will be interested in what we do. And you have to basically pitch them on covering you. Now, sometimes things are just uncovered, right? It's a long process.
0: One of the time- Wait a second, Bruce, stop yeah. there, because this is unbelievable. How do I go as a PR agency to Samsung, who I have a very good relationship with, and say, I need to be linked to you?
2: Okay. Um, Samsung would actually have to publish an article on its website or a blog or whatever it might be okay. that references HWH.
0: It's as simple as that.
2: It's as simple as that. They have to have a cause for a link. Why would Samsung have a blog on public relations firms? Or how we, if, if it was an article, how we achieve success in the North American market or whatever, right. if it was due to our agency, HWH Enterprises, HWH Public Relations, then you'd have that blue link that would go to your website and Google would look at that. But one link, is not much,
1: okay? You gotta build a base of links. Does the link Wait
0: a second. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the link has to be used a lot.
1: So let's say uh, I put out a blog and I mentioned Lois's firm, HWHPR, right. yeah. at, right. on Greenberg.tv. Right. I put it out there on my blog, but nobody clicks on it and goes to see Lois. Does, does Google care? Or do they wanna see a lot of traffic? Or just the fact that the link is there makes them happy? if they consider your blog to be of quality
2: and authority, then yes, it will matter. And it doesn't matter how many people have actually clicked that link and gone to your website. Really? Yeah.
0: So, I can, so wait a minute, so Bruce, I could call up Samsung, mm-hmm. have a friend there and say, you know, this new um, a gadget you just introduced on your website, I helped you get that placement. Mm-hmm. Just say, you know, Thanks, HWHPR, and and link it to my website. That's all I have to do. And if I did that favor for them, and I did it pro bono or I got paid, that would help my count on, uh, you know, on my level of appearance on Google.
2: Right. But what will also help is any associations that you're a a member of, and this applies to you, Steve, as well. Any association. Uh, usually publishes an online directory. Right. You're going to be listed, whether it's alphabetically, by category, what have you. That link counts as well. That link points to your website. When somebody's going to the online directory and they click HWH, your website opens up. That's also an inbound link. Okay. The local online newspaper, whether it's the New York Times digital or the uh, like Paper in Dallas or or Rolling Stone or whatever it might be, or Popular Mechanics online, if they're linking to you. Now, in your case, Lois, what you want want to do is if you were representing Samsung and they had a cool new product and you want to get the word out there, what you have to do is an effort toward the online community, all the publishers, all of the Mm -hmm. online publications that you'd like to get placement in. In that case, the links would go, if they do cover it, let's say it's CNET, okay? Okay. So CNET covers has a link to this product that will open up the page on the Samsung website that features that product. Bruce, now that may not do you any overt good, but that's generally the-
0: No, I love that. I love what you're with, saying, yeah. Right?
1: right? Bruce, and, what about- yeah. What about YouTube, for example? That's owned by Google. Are the same rules apply to that? Or it does. And there's really actually something called YouTube SEO. Okay. And, so. and
2: you make the same type of efforts with YouTube, but it works a little differently. And honestly, I can speak as knowledgeably about that as I can the other side, the search side of Google and all of that.
1: Give us another misconception that most people have about Google that that you know that most of us don't know. So, another one. Well, again, on I mean, the well, one thing that people don't know is a lot of people don't know
2: since Google is free, it's free. How does Google make money? Believe it or not, it's those little ads that you see on the top of the results page, those text ads. Okay. 97% of Google's revenues, which are about these days, perhaps 50, $60 billion a year come from people clicking on those ads, those little text ads. And every time somebody clicks on an ad, Google gets, the, the ka goes on. Google charges you for that click. And click charges can run the gamut from 5 cents to $150 a click. I'll give you an example personal injury lawyers, they'll pay anything to get a case. (laughs) So if you're buying a keyword like accident, uh, auto accident attorney near me, okay? Somebody buys that term, auto, a law firm, PI law firm buys that term and they bid because Google, and this is something that also is surprising on the advertising side, Google is an auction in which you are bidding for position
1: against similar companies to get the top position. But you said earlier that you yeah. you pay money, it doesn't change the editorial of your place. And it doesn't. But what, it, what has happened is Google has gradually filled the
2: upper page with ads. So you have to scroll yeah. down. A lot of people, for whatever reason, don't trust the ads. And they go right down to what are called the organic results. There you go. So, so that's that, that, that's an example. Uh, but a personal injury attorney going rates per click are, let's say, between hundred and forty dollars, meaning that a law firm is willing to pay one hundred and forty dollars to click an ad on Google that will take an individual to that law firm's website. In other cases, it could be a dollar seven bowling alleys near me it could be $3 and 78 cents a click. And that price is established based on other bowling alleys bidding for position in
1: the ad section of Google. Right. Okay. That is, that is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what you know, most of us think, you know, we just accept Google as, you know, just right. is there ever going to be something you think that will out Google, Google or Google is king forever or how, how do what, what's your thoughts looking towards the future? my
2: thoughts looking toward the future and whether Google is gonna be involved in this, I don't know, but that we're all gonna get implants somewhere in here and we just will sit back like an episode of Black Mirror and silently request what we want. Whether Google will be involved with that, I don't know. Google is certainly involved in artificial intelligence. And I'll tell you an interesting way they are. Right now, if you're looking for a restaurant or a hair salon, the, only those two categories, Google has established an artificial intelligence program whereby if you click reserve on a listing of a restaurant or a hair salon, and you'll be asked what to, to fill in your name or what time you'd like an appointment. Google actually will make the call for you the caller is artificial intelligence, but it has a natural human voice. And they will call a restaurant and say, hi, I'm wondering whether you have any openings at 1 p.m. for lunch for two people. Oh my gosh. The person will respond. Okay, great, can I make a reservation? The person will respond. Thank you very much, we'll see you then. Now, what's really, really interesting is that this artificial voice, which again does sound like a human, will go, uh, let me uh, see, okay? It'll go, um, uh, to make it sound more natural. I make reservations for restaurants all the time when on Google I see reserve, press it, fill in the information, we're making the call for you now, and then they send me an email that the, uh, the um, reservation was confirmed. Interestingly, they do ask you before you make the reservation. If that time isn't available, give us a time range when you are. So if the person says, oh, we have nothing at 1.30, the the voice will say, how about
1: 2 o'clock or 2.30? <laughs> they're going after open table then, I guess. Google's there's nothing it won't, it won't go after. Yeah, the question is, is Google deriving
2: revenue from that? And I'm really not sure because it's really, really new. The only categories of business they're doing it with our restaurants and air salons that's it right now it
0: may... so, so bruce this is fascinating we want you to come back uh, because we're going to get a lot of questions from our audience and i'm sure steve is loaded with stuff that he wants to ask you can you come back for a second part two and uh, we will have even more questions you are fascinating you're wonderful you're great we know that you are booked up this afternoon and we thank you for uh, coughing out some time for us. My so pleasure. Go My ahead, pleasure. Okay. and uh, Steve, you want to sign off? And let's let's get Bruce, uh, just uh, for another time later okay. this afternoon.
1: Okay, Google part do we We'll do Google uh, part uh, Yeah, it's coming. It's coming Le to a theater near you. So, once again, Bruce, uh, Michigan, thank you very much. My I pleasure. Pulling back a little bit of that curtain. I'll on a lot more and, and there's more to see and we want to know all about it. So we'll have you back next time. Once again, I'm Steve Greenberg with
0: Lois Whitman Hess.
1: And we have been lying on the beach so long.